of Ride the Vibe, broadcasting from the wicked awesome DRS ATL studio right in Roswell, Georgia. My buddy Waheed Gomes, the owner of the studio, the executive producer of the show. It would not be a Ride the Vibe without Waheed, so I'm just so blessed to have him in my life. And uh, we celebrated our fourth year anniversary of doing this show on Good Friday. And I'm totally stoked to have in the studio, in person, in the flesh, Brian Wiltsey. And Brian is a songwriter and producer from Atlanta, GA, known for his strong voice and knack for writing catchy lyrics. Catch that out. Check that out. And melodies. Brian's style can be described as sensitive as a sensitive artist to straight-up pop rocker, whether performing solo or with his talented backing band, Easy for Brian to do, but not for me to say. <laughs> Brian never disappoints. And you can find his music at www.brianwiltsey.com. You can go to Bandcamp and strongly encourage you all to uh, go and actually buy the music from the artists because they're not making any money with Spotify. They make Brian tell me, tells me in the run-up to the show, makes the most with uh, Napster. It used to be Rhapsody. But still, they're not making much, y'all. Uh, Brian, welcome. Welcome oh, to the thanks vibe. for having me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Glad to be here. Oh, we're totally fired up to have you in awesome. the studio. Awesome. And for your fans who are legion and growing, but may not be familiar with the way we roll, Rod the Bob, we like to suggest that the audience sit back in a comfortable environment, getting close to uh, raft time, floating on the river kind yeah, of time. Right, yeah. So whatever, uh, whatever floats their boat, so to speak, and get a beverage of their choice. Uh, and in the studio, we're featuring a cool product called Drinkmate which will sparkle anything. They're the carbonate anything uh, drink maker. So you can take any, uh, anything you have and sparkle it up. A great way to get yourself off those uh, toxic sugar-sweetened beverages and also reduce uh, any of the carbon footprint with all that plastic and stuff. I'm a sworn believer. Nice. Drink a lot of sparkled water. Looks kind of fancy. Yeah. It's a, I'm just a CO2. End looking. Yeah, yeah, CO2 cylinder. So for go. those of you looking for a little innovative way to sparkle up your beverage, Drink Mate, they're out of Michigan. And then um, we're going to play seven of your songs, not in their entirety, off your new album, Renewal. And we're not playing them in their entirety because we want those folks to go out and buy them from them. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so welcome. And yeah, have thanks. to give a shout out to uh, the one and only and the amazing Lucy Pillar. Yeah, what's up, Lucy? Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for hooking this up. Yeah, Lucy, we say of you, there's one degree of separation from knowing every musician <laughs> on the planet. So if you're a musician out there and you don't know Lucy Pillar, you better do yourself a favor and check her uh, company out all right now, entertainment. Yeah. So Brian, just to, to, at the high level, talk about how you, you met Lucy. And uh, so I, I hope I have the story right. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. this is probably 2003, 2004. Um, you had just come to around eight. 2001 just, is when I moved, moved, to, moved to Atlanta. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah, she was probably one of the first people in the music scene that was really kind of devoted to the original music scene that yeah. I that I kind of um, met and uh, had a relationship. with, you know, like a she would she would kind of book some shows for me. She introduced me to a lot of cool musicians. But I think the way we met was um, I had worked in a, a music store called Ken Stanton Music. Sure. That, that was my first job when I moved here. Every um, parent knows Ken Stanton. If their kids <laughs> yeah. <looking. laughs> oh man, band band rental season was yeah. crazy. Though. Yeah. But, um, so, you know, just like kind of any musician wanting to make a career in playing music, you gotta, you gotta fall back on some kind of daytime job to pay the bills. So naturally a music store was where I headed. So, um, but if, if my memory serves me correctly, she or a friend of hers had opened up this playhouse, kind of a theater in the same shopping center that Ken Stant Music was in Roswell. Wow. And she would come into the store and I believe we met in the store and got to talking and yeah. she would, she heard my music and stuff and invited me to play like a grand opening. Oh, um, nice. And that's kind of how, how the, how the relationship sparked. Yeah. Um, but I could be totally, we could have <laughs> met before that. She, maybe yeah. she met me at a show and then told me about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the yeah. grand opening. But I do, my first memories of her yeah. is playing Through this, that. this, um, Play in Ross Theater. She uh, yeah. she was part of. So Lucy, call in. Yeah, call <laughs> in and correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. Fact check. I could be totally That's off. The popular off thing now, the fact checking. But all I do know is she's kind of stuck <laughs> through the original music scene, yeah. and, and has always been a supporter of mine, and has yeah. always reached out to me uh, when I have to meet this person or I should play this this place or yeah. you know. And that's how she's uh, a huge champion for. Uh, yeah, she totally is. For local music yeah. and local musicians. Yeah. And just a great lady. So thank you, Lucy, for yeah, this introduction. That's, that's why I'm here today. I would not, yeah, I would not know Brian. Well, Brian, you've got a new album, Renewal. And this is your sixth? Is that Do I have that right? I, I It's my sixth solo album since moving to Atlanta. Yeah. Um, wow. If you total up everything I've done through college bands and... um cassette tapes I recorded yeah. solo back in my bedroom in Jersey. <laughs> um, I'm probably up to about 12 right oh now. My but gosh. Um, So it's, it's, it's hundreds of songs that are recorded out there. Of mine. <laughs> wow. I but, love it. But it's the, it's the last six that have kind of been the serious kind of yeah. career. And all of them are excellent. Thing. I've had the chance through, uh, through Napster to listen to oh, them all. Thanks. I love them. Thanks. And speaking of your college band, Mm-hmm. You are going to be doing a reunion event, and you're going to be at Jammin' Java in Washington, D.C. So for all you fans up there yeah. in D.C., June 11th, and that's uh, Brian's college band, MBB. Yeah, MBB. Yeah. And their reunion. So check out Jammin' Java, June 11th. That's a Saturday up in Washington, D.C. Yeah. But in the meantime, and we'll talk about it at the end of the show, but we've got some, uh, he's got some local solo shows we'll uh-huh. feature. But I think we got to queue up. Uh, already mine off of renewal. If we could, Waheed. Sounds good. I fell in love the minute I saw you standing there in a faceless crowd. Thought it was a dream, but my eyes were open. 
Couldn't help but stare in your direction My mind was quiet but the room was loud Probably got no chance but I sure am hoping that track and uh and the album if you would yeah so that is the second track off the the new album renewal um and basically this album was it was originally not really meant to be out in the public it was it was an idea i had a couple years ago um my wife and i were coming up on 10 year anniversary um and you know she'll she'll say every once in a while, like, when are you going to write another song about me? Or <laughs> where's the pressure of being I've in been, a relationship? Yeah. I'd gotten into this. When are you writing me Layla? When are you going to write yeah, me a exactly, Layla? <laughs> exactly. I had, I had gotten into licensing music, which we can talk about in a while. Yeah. Um, so my songs were kind of uh, drifting away from personal to mm-hmm. what's going to fit on, you know, TV uh, yeah. stuff like that, very broad, general, generic kind of sounding things. But right. um, so I'd done that for a few years. So I kind of got away from personal songs. Yeah. And she, you know, every once in a while she'd ask me, like, when when's where's my song at? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought for for 10 year anniversary that I would go ahead and write a full album and kind of chronologically wow. Uh, you know, sing about our journey through yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. Um, so the song, so the album's in order and it starts, the very first song is called Ready to Be Ready, yep. which is kind of right when I met her and kind of how I was feeling at the time and where I was in my stage of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving to Already Mine, um, the second track, um, it kind of discusses more about meeting her. Yeah. Uh, in you know, I was playing a, a gig one night at a place called Tin Roof Cantina, mm. um, which is in Decatur area. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that used to be like a staple of mine. I would play all the time. And she and her friends would always come out and see me, but we'd never actually really met. Yeah. And we did meet that night and um, we kind of started a relationship. Um, but that, that kind of discusses the scene yeah. of that night at the yeah. bar. Um, and just feeling like I, I had met 
the person that I could see myself with, yeah. which is the line already mine, mine. is, yeah. I don't know whether you know it or not, but I know it yeah. Yeah. that you're mine. You're, yeah. you're like, this is it, you know? So, well, what of, was so fascinating to me is I picked up, I mean, it, it resonates very clearly that it's a, you know, I didn't realize the whole album, but the yeah, yeah, songs yeah. are very, you know, you go, whoa, that's clearly a tribute or, or uh-huh. references, yeah. but it's also u- ubiquitous. I think for anybody that's in a relationship or been in a relationship or whatever, they can, you can identify, I as the listener yeah. identified and could pick up, oh, wow, that resonates with me. Yeah, I think the songs I wrote for this aren't, there's a couple that are, you know, it's all personal. And yes. there's a couple that have personal references, right. which we, we talked about where yeah. I grew up and everything. But yeah. um, it is, it's it's universal yeah. um, themes. And I think a lot of people can relate to yes. it. You know, it's it has it has mostly the ups of a marriage or relationship. Yeah. It has some of the songs that are the downs of right. that journey. And we all go through it. Of course. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I originally wasn't planning on putting this out to the public. It was yeah. a gift for her. Yeah. Um, well, I'm but, glad you did. Well, yeah, as I, <laughs> as I finished it up, um, I was like, man, this, this might be my best stuff that I've written. I, I would so agree. Far. Having listened to, you know, Thanks, yeah. all of them, I would agree. Absolutely. Um, and I did it on my own in my home studio. So yep. that was, it was the first album I just produced, recorded everything in my, at home. Mm. Um, so I just kind of felt kind of proud of that too. And I was yeah. like, I got to get, I, I just want to get this out. I yeah. want everybody to hear this. So well, I'm glad you did. Oh, thanks. Yeah. And I think we ought to queue up Color Me Blind. Okay. And after uh, the song, I want to come back and talk about uh, your, your uh, passion for the Beatles. All right. <laughs> Color Me Blind. Brian Wiltsey off of Renewal. Me 
mind off of renewal, Brian Wiltsey's new album. And while he'd weighed in, and I we kind of I would agree, it's got a, a bit of a Tom Petty or Traveling Wilburys feel to it. Yeah. Very cool. That's well, I want to talk about this song, but I queued up your uh, passion for the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And for those listeners uh, in the studio that are viewing this <laughs> 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 on their podcast, you have on your arm, on your uh, right uh, bicep, right, yes. you have the uh, the iconic shot of the Beatles walking across Abbey Road. Correct. Yep. I love it. Yep. And when you were a young, tar- talk about the story of first hearing the Beatles and... Yeah, so... Um... I guess, did you find this? Was this written it's somewhere? It's in your bio, yeah. I, th- I thought it bio. might be. Yeah. One, of my, one of my bios has a story. But yeah, um, yeah when, I w- when I was younger, um, I can't remember what age, but really young. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up in Jersey yeah. and uh, my family, um, we would stay in Ocean City, New Jersey, uh, which was close by where I grew up. Yeah. Every summer we'd have a house in Ocean City and we'd we'd spend a few weeks there. Um, and... Uh, this uh, I was already into music like big time like all my life I've yeah. been into music big time um listening to you know I start off listening to a lot of classic rock yeah um but we had just gotten into this house that we had rented and um one of my things was I'd always look through all the drawers and whatever bedroom I had I'd I'd go yeah. snooping around seeing if somebody left something <laughs> and yeah. uh, I that day, somebody left. Um, so, uh, I think I think it was Sergeant Pepper. Oh wow! Um, a cassette what a- in a in a dresser. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, I had no idea. I th- I probably have he- heard of the Beatles just because yeah. I was into the classic rock scene, but yeah. I never listened to them. Um, and uh, I popped it into my Walkman thing, and uh, yeah. I was hooked. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just instantly was That hooked. was it for you. Yeah. And I can remember just kind of studying it. I'd already um, kind of started playing guitar a little bit or taking lessons at the time. Uh, now, this might have been before I started playing guitar, but I was just, I was, I was in the music. So yeah. I was able to like listen to music and be able to hear things and study, hear, listen to the instruments and the, vo- and the voices, um, yeah. and the lyrics. And um, I can just remember, Trying to find out who who's John is like, it John is or John Paul? singing yeah. is Paul singing yeah. like what their what do their voices sound like yeah. what you know um, what a great gift no coincidences I, I, in life I know yeah that's it's, yeah it's it, so that was my introduction uh, and, to and looking else. at your list of cover songs that you do when you're out the, the Beatles make up there's wide the the, the biggest wide list of big, Beatles yeah. songs yeah and then second as I look is Petty. Tom Petty would be second. And yeah. So talk about Color Me Blind and kind of the Eagles traveling Woodbury's. Yeah. So this whole album, what I was going for was I wanted to go for a 70s California kind of vibe. Yeah. You know, the Crosby, Stills, Nash, the Neil Young. Yeah. I, I love that stuff. I yeah. love 70s California sound. Yeah. And Eagles. Um, the whole Laurel Canyon. Yeah. 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 That sound. I, I, I love it. Um, right. And I just... I. And I and I listen to modern bands like Dolls. I don't know if you you listen to Dolls. I don't. You gotta no. check Dolls out. D A W E S. Great band. Um, nice. They're like they're like the closest thing like Eagles or or that kind of sound. Where are um, they out of? California. Oh, Cal. Yeah. Uh, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ryan Adams. I've I've listened to a lot of Ryan Adams over yeah. the years, and he's got that kind of. 
70, just as production has that 70, the drums are 70s. And I just wanted that for this album. Yeah. Um, so each song has kind of a different reference of who I was referencing, but Color Me Blind was total Eagles as far as the vocals went. I wanted that Eagles kind of sound. Yeah. Um, and I'm a huge Petty fan. Yeah. So I, that's kind of anything I do is going to kind of have a little Petty-ish influence yeah. to it. <laughs> but um, this one has that Wilburys yeah. kind of sound. Um, and if you don't know the traveling Wilburys out there, y'all, you better check them out. Yeah. Kind of a heavyweight band. Uh, kind of. <laughs> there's, there's a couple famous people in that band. One or two. <laughs> was there anyone that wasn't? Isn't there? <laughs> well, I want to uh, cue up if we could. The time is just flying by. Cue up uh, Sweet Southern Girl if we could, Waheed. And this is definitely autobiographical. <laughs> <laughs> Where no one could hurt me I moved to the south With my rude northern mouth I found an apartment With coffee-stained carpet I checked out the city if I had it in me To turn into someone Who could live on their own To meet some good people To make this a home While missing the ones Who taught me to grow I learned that it's okay To just take it slow song for a new jersey boy Thank coming you. down and, and finding yourself a sweet southern girl yeah at the uh, tin roof cantina, tin roof cantina. <laughs> <laughs> so a shout out to your wife yeah katie yes. katie awesome man so you, katie is the sweet southern girl she is yes i love it so talk about that uh that song a little bit yeah so Just, so like we had mentioned earlier um it is probably the most autobiographical and i said that right yeah. um song on the album um so it kind of it kind of, it's not, it is a love song because it is talking about meeting her. Yeah. And, you know, she is the sweet Southern girl that I've met moving to the South. Um, but it also, the song is also about my, my upbringing and growing up in Jersey and kind of wanting to, to move away and kind of start 
fresh somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I found my way to the South through through college yeah. um, and everything. Um, college was, what's your- Elon. Uh, I went oh, to Elon, Elon in North Carolina. Yeah, my son went there for a little bit. Oh, really? Played some soccer there for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great school. It, 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 beautiful yeah, campus. Beautiful, beautiful. It's and huge, so that's yeah. your band, your, that's your reunion band. band. Was the, the band from Elon, yeah. I love it. This is back when it was Elon College. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a huge university. Yeah. But this is, it was a small- private college then. Wow. Um, but, uh, oh yeah. So, so yeah, through, through that, I made my way, kept coming South. Yeah. Um, but that song just kind of discusses leaving Jersey, leaving the Northern scene and right. being kind of thrown into this whole new culture and whole new vibe of the South. Um, and, and just coming down, I came down by myself, knew nobody, found a, found a roommate on the, the internet. Um, just kind of packed a U-Haul and showed up at his front door and says, I'm here to live with you. <laughs> What's up? I'm Brian. Um, and uh, just just learning about the being in a big, big city because I grew up in South Jersey, which is which is farmlands yeah. and, and quiet country. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of, you know, getting used to all that and kind of wondering, you know, it's trying to start a music uh, career, career a yeah. solo singer songwriter career after after I left the college band yeah. and trying to get that started and not really having relationships on my mind, but um, it'd be nice to find that you know yeah. certain somebody I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And yeah. of all places I could have gone, I ended up in the South, and here I, I meet meet my wife, yeah. you know, and so she's it. a sweet Southern girl. So I don't think we got to it in the two minutes, but there's a, I believe it's in this song. There's a great line about the snow in New Jersey. Yeah. So, what? um, the South has the bells, yeah, like the, the North bells. has the snow. snow. So, yeah. <laughs> so basically it's, you know, it's what southern it says. Bells, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, uh, I found the Southern bell here, but you yeah. come to the South and it's Southern bells. Yeah. Um, and there's just as many Southern bells here as there's inches of snow <laughs> in the North, you know? <laughs> now is Katie a native? She is, yeah. Wow, yeah. which is a rare. Born and raised in the. Uh, uh, she was, yeah. Uh, she lived in Alabama for a while, oh, but wow. she, but yeah. she's, you know, yeah. born and raised in this in this southern area. area. So she's a southern. southern I love it. Well, you've got two kids. Yep. And we're going to talk a little bit about them because we got to give a shout out to your daughters. But uh, before we do that, we're going to take a short break to support a sponsor that's near and dear to my heart, Foundation for Premature Infants. Uh, I've got a passion for those little people that have no voice. So if we could cue that up, and then thanks to the foundation, we will run the next uh, half hour commercial free. So stay with us. We'll be right back. And if you're so inclined, think about uh, checking out the Foundation for Premature Infants. We'll be right back. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The Foundation for Premature Infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants' Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. All right, you all, thanks uh, so much to the Foundation for Premature Infants because 
Again, I started it. <laughs> and I'm the last DJ, so I can say what I want to say and uh, <laughs> play what I want to play. A shout out to, again, a mutual, um, you know, we have a mutual admiration for the late, great Tom Petty. Yeah. And a, and a classic song of his, The Last the DJ. The Last DJ. Yeah. yeah. Written by, written, if, if you all don't, aren't familiar, so I understand it. I think this is accurate. I can fact check man. But he was writing primarily about a guy named Jim Ladd who was a DJ out in uh, Southern California with, I think, uh, KLS maybe. But uh, he, Jim, was was one of those DJs back in the day that could play the whole Thick as a Brick album because uh-huh. they wanted to go out and smoke some weed or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. or do some other mischief, you know, and they could play what they wanted to play. So uh, at any rate, that, it seemed fitting for uh, this podcast to Good take song. on that mon- moniker. Well, we're going to queue up... Um, other side of the door, and again, this is off of Brian's new album, Renewal. You can go to brianwiltsey.com. That's Brian, B-R-A-I-N-W-I-L-T-S-E-Y.com. Then look for Bandcamp, mm-hmm. and you can actually get all of his six albums uh, in a download format or you five. Actually, just this one. Oh, this one. Just, okay. Just I, I just got introduced to Bandcamp when I made this okay. album. Nice. So. The rest, the rest, you can actually still buy in CD form oh, if you, you, you want to come find me. <laughs> wow, I love I've it. got boxes of them sitting in a garage. but uh, And I'm a guy that likes CDs. There you go. I should have brought you a stack of them. You can get, no, sell them on your own. I got a no, hundred no. I can give you. <laughs> no, I just would uh, keep them because uh, anyway. But we're going to hear, uh, so go to Bandcamp. You can get Renewal because, again, that's the best way for the artist to make some money. And it's been tough, y'all. You know, um, artists make their money gigging. So no gigs the last couple of years, no money, no merch sale, you know, and Spotify, as Mike Mills said, go F yourself, uh, Daniel <laughs> Ilk, because we're only making point oh 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 three two cents per song. I mean, you know, yeah. just insane. I, I talked to someone the other day, they were telling me, you can correct me, like a million downloads and maybe you're going to make a um, hundred bucks, hundred bucks, yeah. you know, just, just insane. Yeah, it's crazy. So at any rate, y'all go out and uh, pay some money for a local artist. We're going to hear other side of the door, and then we'll be right back. As I write you these words, you're sound asleep in bed. I'm down the hall wishing I were next to you instead. An after-dinner fight Set fire to our night It's nights like these I wish I kept my cool In my lips tight I ain't been sleeping Floorboards keep creaking Wish I was dreaming But all I see was All the pages I really hate this Let me lay beside you And know that we can make it I 
Did you even think to cry? Did every word I said pass through your head? And did you feel justified? I still ain't sleeping. Floorboard still creaking. Other side of the door off of Renewal. Talk about that song, Brian. Okay, so that that's kind of the more emotional kind of yeah. uh, tempo is kind of slower on that one. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what part you play of the song. Just the first two minutes. So the first yeah. two minutes. Yeah. So that's kind of the just me on a guitar, kind of singer-songwritery, writer-y, yeah. mellow vibe. As the song progresses, it I opened it up into this huge kind of rock last chorus. It kind of takes the song to a totally different vibe, yeah. um, which is which is uh, I don't know. It just made the song more exciting. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, that that's just uh, anybody can relate to, you know, the ups and downs of a relationship, and and you know, not seeing eye to eye on something, and maybe getting into an argument, and kind of the night's ruined, and yeah. Um, so or that was the day, the, the week. day is ruined. I, yeah, <laughs> if it's really bad, and and it's ruined until <laughs> until you two kind of say sorry and yeah. forgive each other, and you go to sleep happy. Yeah, but there's times where you don't go to sleep happy, and yeah. it doesn't get resolved. And that song is about about. Um, you know, the hook line is, uh, there's no winner in this war yeah. when you're on the other side of the door. So if 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 you two are going to lock each other or lock yourself into separate rooms and not fix anything before you go to sleep, uh, you know, there's no resolution. And that's yeah. kind of, that was just what I was writing about, kind of being in a yeah. separate room than her when when we're having a little argument or something yeah. and um, not being able to fix it and how it just kind of sucks to yeah not go to Go to sleep. It's good advice, really. I mean, you know, when you think of it, you can use it for a lot of things, relationships in, in, in all walks of life. And you, you need timeouts, I think. Yeah, totally. But then there has to be resolution. Yeah. You know, because otherwise it just lingers and festers. And, and I'm a per, I think I'm a person that needs the resolution <laughs> yeah. right away. I like, I just, I, <laughs> you want it to happen. I want it to happen and go to, go to, go to sleep happy and, <laughs> and know that we're going to wake up in and a good space, good. you yeah. know, but. <laughs> There's those times where you're stuck on the other side of the door. door. And and I don't think texting is uh, really a way to, to yeah. resolve it. I think it's probably a little incendiary. <laughs> <laughs> so, so talk about, um, you know, you've, you've touched on uh, your first uh, kind of passion for music and then that Sgt. Pepper album. Talk about your uncle's influence, if you will. Yeah, so my uncle was... Uh, the is he still alive? Still, he is still so, alive. So He's shout actually, out to Uncle... Uh, my Uncle Alan. Uncle He's Alan. up in South Jersey, and they actually, he sings for the most popular, it's a Southern rock tribute band. Ah, nice. All Almond Brothers, Skinner, yeah, yeah. Uh, Outlaws, classic stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, and they, Green Grass and High Times, one of my all-time favorites. That is, <laughs> his guitar, he has... To the two guitarists in the band are they nail to that a T. Oh my to gosh. a T. Wow. They nail everything to a T. Yeah. But they're the most popular band in South Jersey. Um, South Jersey's it's a lot of like I said, a lot of farmland and, yeah. and and it's got a southern feel to it. Yeah. And there's a lot of Skinnerd fans and I'll be darn. and and he's the lead singer. He's for the, the band. lead singer. For so the band, what's the name? The band now is called the John Mountain Band. Uh, okay. But they started out in the seventies. 
called Slayer, actually. Ah, no way. Until a band called, called Slayer, Slayer came said, on the scene. Uh-uh. <laughs> they changed their name to the Last Call Last yeah. Call Band. Yeah. Um, but they've been going through the 70s. They're a really popular band in South Jersey. But I just, uh, I, you know, he, he was a musician in the family, and I was just drawn to that. Yeah. And um, that kind of kick-started. Um, I had always been in... I was in the church choir growing up. I yeah. took I took guitar lessons. I was in the school band in mm-hmm. elementary school, um, high school chorus, drama, all that stuff. So I was always into music, but yeah. it was it was him, listening to him and his band that that got me towards the rock yeah. thing. Any uh, what words of wisdom would you give to aspiring musicians? You know, there's so much technology out there now; everybody can do there. But what? I, th- I think it's I think it's gravitate towards an artist or band that really makes you feel a certain way. Yeah, um, and kind of just listen, listen hard to that that artist and what what are they talking about? What's their vibe? Mm-hmm. You know, and find somebody to be influenced by. Find music to be influenced yeah. by, and take take that path. And if you know, learn how to play an instrument, a piano or a guitar or whatever, yeah. and. Um, I don't know. I think it's all about you have to you have to really gravitate towards a certain style of music yeah. um, in order for it to kind of really um, I don't know what the word is, but resonate with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Well, and we touched on it in one of the breaks, and and I think you know you completely echoed this. But one of the things that you you've identified that seems to be missing with your audiences in some regards with the young is they haven't done that musicology journey back, you know, and going back to see who, you know, influenced, like, for example, who influenced Clapton? Oh, well, it was Muddy Waters. And then Mm -hmm. who influenced Muddy Waters? And going all the way back in that journey. I think it's harder these days because the, the sound of music and the style these days, it's... It's hard to find. It's hard to hear who they really are yeah. influenced by, and right. a lot of it's a lot of it's pop, um, right, and electronic and stuff. And it's that's kind of there's that's influenced by more recent right people. You know, you you do have the the rock bands that are influenced by Zeppelin and and the seventies thing, but <laughs> it's not as I I don't think it's as popular. Yeah. But I grew up in the '90s, like that was my heyday of music, mm-hmm. and those bands were still rock, you yeah. know. And those bands still had a sound of bands someone that had them. influenced them. Yeah. So it was easy to like hear um, those bands and then find out, you know, who would not go back them. too far yeah. and hear something similar. Yeah. Like today, uh, it's hard to to pinpoint who, you know, I, I guess you can go to yeah, 80s. I hadn't really thought about that. And the other thing, I think the other component is with only hearing a single off of Spotify, further back, you know, with an album, mm-hmm. you, you know, you had liner notes. Mm-hmm. You could see who was on it and what, you know, and then there were booklets. That's totally a huge part of it too. Yeah, and you you, you got all that now, but... You I mean, I think that. what's cool with music today is you can hear a big 80s kind of vibe, which mm-hmm. I love the 80s too. So, you know, you... I, I bet there's a lot of younger kids um, now that are probably listening to some 80s bands, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if they listen to Bruno Mars, they're probably checking out Michael Jackson. Right, right. Um, if they... I'm trying to think of some of the 
bands that have that 80s sound, but maybe yeah. they're checking out Tears for Fears or Duran Duran, you know? So. Yeah. Well, let's uh, cue up Juliana. Okay. Off of Renewal, your full-length album. I want to mm-hmm. talk about your decision to make albums versus singles when we come back. Okay. But, Wahid, if we could cue up Juliana. of you Each passing moment gets me closer to you My heart's beating faster I got a lot on my plate When that day comes It's hurry up and wait Oh Juliana his website and then go to Bandcamp and you can actually buy the download of this and he'll make some money y'all because he's got two daughters uh, yeah <laughs> and a new house so he's got- <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> so talk about your two daughters and uh, uh, this song in relation to, yes. to them so I've got a four-year-old and seven-year-old <clears throat> oh, God bless uh, you. almost five and eight yeah. um this month and then in July but yeah. uh seven-year-old's name is Brooke yeah. Uh, four-year-old's name is Tess. Uh, um, so shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them. They're in school right now. Yeah, but they're, good. Should be. They're, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hope you're not that truant, girls. Uh, who knows? Uh, who knows? But um, no, that I, I love it. I love being a dad. Yeah. And, uh, they make me so happy. And, yeah. um, you know, it's a it's a handful age. Yeah. Four and seven. It's a handful. What are their passions? You know, uh, music is is kind of ah, big with them. Yeah. They love music, yeah. and uh, my seven year old uh, listens to the Beatles, and uh-huh. um, I'm trying to get her on stuff I like. She's yeah. a huge like Billie Eilish fan, which yeah. I, I'm a huge Billie Eilish fan. Yeah, I, I think if of any of the artists out right now, she's the one who resonates with me the most. Uh-huh. Um, I just I just love her sound. Yeah, um, her and her brothers production and stuff. But, and it's, uh, say again, it's... Billy, Billy Eilish. 
Well, you've given me two. Have you not? Have you not listened no, to her? No. Uh, check it out. I mean, it's different. Uh, yeah. You know. Um. But uh, so yeah, my daughter loves her. Um, my uh, four-year-old is uh huge into Star Wars, oh, which nice. I'm yeah. a big Star <laughs> Star Wars geek. Oh, nice. So nice. I've got her hooked on Star Wars. Yeah. So that's kind of cool to like talk about Star Wars with her yeah. and talk about music with my seven-year-old. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, Juliana was the name we were going to give my seven-year-old Brooke. Uh-huh. It was the name we came up with um, until we made a last-minute change to the name Brooke yeah. when she was born. So it's kind of that song just talks about right before she was born yeah. and kind of what what I was going, going through in my head yeah. and, and stuff. But I just thought Juliana was a cool name to. It flowed nicely in a chorus. Yeah. So. Now, does Tess want you to write a song? About- oh, yeah. I, I have I have wrote her song. Before this album oh. came out, uh, oh. she has a song that I wrote for her, too. Oh, good. It just good. didn't make this album. But, um, and then Katie has your wife. The Katie's whole got album. the rest it's of the, the album. Whole, whole album. Yeah, she's so. got the nine songs, and Brooke has the tenth song. And I Tess, it. I mean, uh, you know, Tess, Tess has her songs just now on this album, yeah. but, I, you know, she'll... Next album. You got all your women covered. Yeah. You're a smart man. Happy (laughs) wife, happy life. Exactly. So you've just bought a house, but uh, in the the next song, you talked about perhaps getting a condo on Highway 92. So if we could cue that up, Waheed. Cue up condo from Renewal. (laughs) I'm going to buy you that condo Off Highway 98 A place to make some new memories yeah, I can hardly wait I want to show you you're worth it I'll give you everything You don't have to keep dreaming Beyond just a wedding ring It might take a little time But it's always on my mind Cause I can picture me and you And a beachfront ocean view A fence past sunrise Under a cabana for two The girls have grown up Got kids of their own We'll always have somewhere to go Always have somewhere to go I'm gonna buy you that condo We all need a little sunshine And a place to get away You've been looking for a good time And a suntanned holiday I can picture me and you And a beachfront ocean view A French press sunrise Under a cabana DJ Michael Litton, host of Ride the Bob, saying what he wants to say and playing what he wants to play. And in this case, playing the great new album, Renewal, by Brian Wiltsey. And Katie, I hope that you get that condo <laughs> on Highway 98. 
down in Destin. <laughs> not the condo on Highway 92. No, not the one on 92. <laughs> on Woodstock. <laughs> nope. I don't uh, think that's a big dream of her on, yeah. hers on 92. But, uh. <laughs> so dream to get down to the beach. Yeah, she's been... She's been telling me for years, uh, she loves the Florida beach scene. Yeah. Um, and that Highway 98 kind of runs through, you know, Panama City, Destin, yeah. that that whole strip. Um, right. But uh, we go down there as much as we can, but she's always wanted to buy So that's condo. your equivalent to when your family would go to the shore. In Ocean City. In Ocean yeah, New City. Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she, her dream is to have a condo on the beach. And, you know, I want to make that true for her. And, yeah. and I do plan on doing that when, you know, yeah. if the kids when the kids go to college and and they're doing their own thing house. as the song uh, talks about exactly yeah yep so that's that's the dream and i want to give yeah. that to her um i don't know how or when but yeah. um but i just and you know this is the last song i wrote in the album it was actually i didn't write this song until the rest of the album was done oh interesting. and i and the funny thing is i actually recorded a version of our house by crosby silver ah, for the yes, album of course um, classic song written for uh, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Yeah, I, believe, uh, I love that song. Mm -hmm. um, and it really fit the vibe of the album. Yeah. Like, you know, that 70s California thing. But uh, I recorded all the music, had it all ready. My drummer went in, played the drums. I had it, had the song done. I went to sing it. And the key of the song, I just couldn't, I couldn't make it sound good. Like, the key was so high. Yeah. That, you know, he... Uh, they just have, I think, uh, was it Graham, Nash? Graham, Graham Nash yeah. was the one who wrote that. And he was actually writing about Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell, I misspoke, yeah. yes. Yeah. Because they were living together. Yeah. And he wrote his, it on her piano when I, she was exactly, away. Exactly. And his voice is, it, he's, it's, it's high. It's yeah. a high range on that. And I thought I could do it. And I got around <laughs> actually recording the vocals. And, and I was like, I'm not doing justice to this yeah. song. It's, uh, so, you know, I was like, Scrap, scrap and cover. I'm not going to do a cover. Yeah. I'm going to do all 10 originals. So I was like, I got to write something. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it, it might not have been, it was, I wrote two, when the album was complete, I wrote Condo and another song called Starting Over, which mm -hmm. is on the album. Um, so it was, it was a last minute thing. Wow. And I think it's, I think I, I released this song as the first single because I think it's, it's maybe the catchiest one on there. Yeah. Um, it's almost got a country-ish kind of vibe to it. Um, which was not really my intent, but yeah. it just kind of went that direction. Um, well, and speaking of that, talk up about uh, co-producing with uh, Clay Cook of the Zach Brown Band. Yeah. And then he was also a bassist in, in one of your... Yeah, in your Clay, uh, Clay and I have known each other for years. Um, actually, I've known everybody in the Zach Brown Band, most of them, for, for years. Yeah. We all come out of the same scene of cover music uh, back yeah. in the day. It was Buckhead. Yeah, um, sure. And we were all in that same scene, kind of shared the stage with each other. But uh, Clay and I met through my guitarist in that early 2000s cover band. Um, and I needed a bass player. And so Clay came on to play bass. I At the time, yeah. him and my guitarist, Brett Hartley, were in a band called Sugarland. Um, but uh, yeah, so so he joined on to do cover gigs. We became really close friends. Yeah. Um, and he, he had his own studio. So he produced... Um, a couple of my older albums and and we played played oh, on them and wrote a couple songs and um so yeah we've we've had a relationship all through the years love it and then you know now he's yeah now he's <laughs> sticking band, so he's, he's sticking his toes in the water in that yeah, condo exactly. down on the so he's beach. doing all right now <laughs> um, well t uh talk about perhaps one of the ways you might get that condo on the beach is uh, what you're doing with sinking 
Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, maybe four or five years ago, I I decided to um, look into writing for TV and film, yeah. uh, sync licensing. Yeah, um, I took a ton of co- online courses about it. I did a ton of research. I spent a couple years just just focusing on that. Yeah, um, and then I I built my home studio just so I could write songs for that. Yeah. Um, and I'm signed with a couple. Uh, licensing agencies out in California um, that pitch my songs of TV and film. So yeah. it's still it's still something that's where I can kind of see my career going yeah. um, in the near future. Make money while you sleep in that condo exactly. on the beach. Yes. On 98. Yes. <laughs> I love There's it. There's good money in the licensing, yeah. it, but it's hard. Yeah. But I'm getting to the age where I just can't hit the road anymore and... Well, now with two daughters. Yeah, um, and just tough. promoting original music, it's just getting harder and yeah, harder. Um, I can't even imagine. Especially when, you, you know, you're my age, mid-40s. It's, right. You know, it's... So, um, that was the direction. I, at least I can sit in a studio all day long yeah. and create and write songs. Yeah. Um, and pitch those songs and hope they land somewhere. And yeah. you're right, yeah, sit back and collect the check. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. It, What's I've, the one uh, you were talking offline uh, that you just recently had? Yeah, the re- most recent one was um, America's Funniest Home Videos. Wow. I had a song picked up for the very final uh, episode, yeah. uh, the season finale montage. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was that was I nice. <laughs> I love it. But I've had a couple ABC shows, um, yeah. but right before that, uh, and just miscellaneous stuff. But um, I don't know. It's it just gives me a chance to always create in the studio, but yeah. not have to, not have to be promoting myself as an artist. Yeah, that's a great gig. I know uh, Wahid's got Verde Music uh, Publishing, a boutique publishing group, nice, and talks to artists about exactly that. Yeah. How there's money to be made. There is, and you know, it's a, an outlet for your creativity but also a way to kind of diversify, if you will, in this market. It's a great outlet. There's a lot to learn. I mean, you're really hitting the business side of, you have to learn about publishing and and PROs and um, all the business side of it. But, you know, once you get a hang of it, it's... Just one more. One more thing. One more thing. One more arrow in your quiver. It's a way to stay in the music scene. I love it. it, It's it's how people are making money right now. Well, and there's a lot of outlets for it, for sure. Yeah. Well, the, the hours just uh, flown by, but we have got, not got to, but because I'm the last DJ, I want to cue uh, up Dying Day. So if we could play that, Waheed, and then we'll have some closing comments.
conversation Another had your day go Dying Day, that is the closing track off of Brian Wiltsey's great new album, Renewal. You want to check it out on Bandcamp, his website. And you can also can see him live for uh, the local folks, Friday, May 27th, 6.30 p.m. at Q Barbecue in Milton. He'll be doing a solo show there. And then Saturday, May 28th, 3 p.m., Stony Jays. That's incoming, and that's a solo show. And then just as a reminder... Saturday, June 11th at, uh, at, um, up in uh, Washington, D.C. at the Jammin' Java. He'll be with his band, his college band from Elon. Yeah. MBB band doing a reunion (laughs) up at Jammin' Java. 90s nostalgia. I I love it. I love it. Well, the time has just flown by. Yeah. Parting comments or thoughts that uh, you want to share? I just hope people kind of check out Check yeah. out this new album. I'm really, really happy with it and proud of, of yeah. the, the songs I, I wrote for this and, and recorded. Um, you know, if they can get it through Bandcamp, that's bonus for yeah. me. It kind of helps out the artist. Yeah. But if not, it's on every streaming site. Um, check so it out. find there. it wherever you need to find yeah. it, y'all. <laughs> and I'm always playing, you know, it's a lot of cover gigs, but yeah. you can find me all over town every weekend, yeah. you know, three, three nights a week. Um, so you can come find me if you want to hear, hear some it. Beatles. Live music. Yeah, I love it. So uh, final question for you. Uh-huh. If you could put together a three-piece band, live or dead musicians, wow. who would you pick? Okay. So I'm a, we didn't mention this guy, but uh, yeah. there's a singer-songwriter named Elliot Smith. Ah. Uh, he's not around anymore, but he is ah. huge influence on me. Yeah. Um, I would have him in the band. Okay. Uh, he's an amazing, he plays every. Doing something. Yeah. Yeah, doing something. He'll, he he's in pick, the band. Pick the instrument and the song. Yeah. He's got it. Um, Versatile. I would have Paul McCartney. Ah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. you can't top that bass. No. Uh, no. And a brilliant writer. A brilliant he's, singer. He's pretty good at, he's pretty good at <laughs> writing songs. Uh, um, so you got an all-star lineup. You're, yeah. doing, you're going on a Traveling Wilburys track. Yeah. <laughs> no, the third person's tough. I mean, because there is Petty and there's. Uh, you know the Roy Orbison, yeah. um, one of my favorite singers. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm a big Bono fan. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a tough one. But we'll, let's just go with Petty. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, that's a great three piece band, and yeah. it's been just a ton of fun, Brian, having you in the studio. And I hope y'all go out and buy that renewal. Cue it up when you're on the raft on a lake or down in the beach with your. Toes in the water, having a PBR. In the condo on the beach. <laughs> a condo on the beach. <laughs> we are out of here. The last DJ, Michael Litton. Ride the pie. Thanks to every place my song on the radio